God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. Well, you know that the conspiracy theories are right when six months later they come to fruition and everything we have been warning you about comes to light and and the mainstream media doesn't even cover it. They act like, so what? Like if you were to ask the mainstream media about the Russian hoax, they would say, well, we knew what we knew at the time and They're not going to apologize for it. Ever since Trump came down the escalator in 2015, they've been after him. The reason why is because the, the conflict in Ukraine isn't really about the conflict in Ukraine. Now, Putin, I think, would tell you that this corruption is becoming an existential threat and... Uh, to his interests and that the corruption is being exploited and creating a bunch of things that he's not comfortable with. And so an invasion of Ukraine, which was basically a clown show before Putin ever invaded Ukraine, he knew that he had to, to, to get rid of it. It was a cesspool of corruption. The reason why the West is upset with Putin going into Ukraine is he's disrupting the the apple card. He's disrupting the cash cow, the, the cash flow. Because in the West, what's happening is that they're pushing they're pushing pandemics and they're pushing energy, which is in the name of climate. And corporations are pushing ESG, which is environmental safety and governance. And they're pushing diversity, equity, and inclusion by creating through actors on TikTok this false narrative, this messaging that 
that's being perpetrated out through Netflix and through Prime and through, and and I would say Jeffrey Bezos probably doesn't do it like Netflix does. And that's why they're going after Bezos right now. And they're going after Elon Musk because he's allowing people to speak on the Twitter platform, unlike Facebook. I played some yesterday. I played a couple of uh, well-known, well-documented thoughts about climate change. You know, that CO2 follows temperature. The temperature is impacted by the, the sun. And that uh, the natural order of things is that it's cyclical. And that when temperatures go up, 800 years later, CO2 goes up. When temperatures go down 800 years later, CO2 goes down. That there are no benchmarks whatsoever to the no, like the things we know and we, the things we know we don't know indicate that there's no reason or purpose for the science uh, and the regulations and the controls that only the liberals and only the globalists are pushing. And so this whole Ukraine thing, when Russia was going to go into Ukraine, it was going to disrupt the cash cow, the theft from the middle class. So the same thing was going on with Syria. If you recall, Lindsey Graham, Trump wanted to get out of Syria and just let things go. Syria wasn't worth it. And Lindsey Graham said, if we get out of Syria, then Russia's going to, you know, invade Taiwan. If we get out of Syria, then Russia's going to, you know, Putin's the, the devil. That's what they'd say. They'd say all this stuff all the time. And I always thought it was a little weird, like a little contrived, like they're acting. I always thought Putin can't be that bad, right? Or even if he is, there are worse people. Or equally just as bad in Africa and other countries where they cut cut off your heads. Heck, I mean, the leader of Canada got his horses and ran over the faces of Ottawa protesters, seized the money of the Ottawa truckers. You know, you got J6 people protesting in election fraud and they're rotting in jail right now. For years. Meanwhile, murderers on the street are getting off in New York City. So we know that it's political. And when Putin went into Ukraine, he was basically going to bust it up. He said enough already. People are starting to get into medical, uh, metabiota, uh, bioweapons. Next thing you know, one of these morons that are, you know, greasing their palms are going to make a mistake and we're going to be, uh, and that's going to be the end of Moscow as we know it. And who knows? Maybe that was the design that one day there'd be a lab leak out of Kiev that, that ends up in Moscow. And... Next thing you know, Moscow is dealing with an, epi- an epidemic. So, you know, like I say, the money that's being sent to Ukraine, it's the biggest laundering scheme in the world, in world history. 
And money's going over to Ukraine. And that's why you got the Alexander Vindman's and all these people pushing this agenda. That's why anytime you say anything negative about Ukraine, the media will censor you. That's why they don't like Trump. When Trump went down the escalator, he was about to get him get himself familiar with the shenanigans that were going on in Ukraine. And you know why I know that? Because Joe Biden talked with Poroshenko and said after a while he's going to get sophisticated enough Trump is to where he's going to, you know, so he was basically telling Poroshenko to say no to any loan guarantees that involve Privy Bank and whatever else. Say no to any loan guarantees because if Trump gets familiar with this stuff, then that's uh, that's a problem because then he's going to find out what the, what the heck's been going on. Your life will be threatened, he said, and your future political career will be threatened. And that was Poroshenko, and that was Biden talking to Poroshenko as Biden was about to exit stage left because Trump won. Hillary Clinton was going to continue on. Now Hillary Clinton is in the media and the news suggesting that Trump supporters be deprogrammed at the same time that the FBI is now suggesting that Trump supporters uh, are should be considered terrorists. I got documentation on all this today. And in addition to that, You got Elon Musk allowing me to post things I can post on Twitter I can't post on Facebook, okay? So now everybody's going to Twitter to post their free speech, you know, to exercise their free speech and civil liberties. And once that's out there, the deep state, the the globalists, the the World Economic Forum uh, disciples... Everybody that's pushing climate, everybody that's pushing the scamdemic, everybody that's pushing this Ukraine agenda, everybody that's pushing um, digital currencies, they're not allowed to speak negatively about the narratives on Facebook, but they are on Twitter. So now the SEC, how convenient, is going after Elon Musk. Wonder why that is. The timing seems extraordinary. And then you got the court, the judge, going after all of Trump's properties when they're clearly in the wrong and they'll clearly win on an appeal. But this is where we are in the country. It's uh it's a shame that the Democrats don't speak up and say, you know, I don't like their views, but I'll f- like Voltaire, right? I disagree with the the, the person, but I, I'll defend uh, to the death their right to say it. I don't agree with what you're saying, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. And here we are. We are just here dealing with this. The Democrats... The people that still are stupid enough to support Joe Biden and are blind enough that they can't see straight as to what's really happening in the world today 
because this is not just about Trump. Although the Trump derangement syndrome has clouded the vision of the left. But it's not even about Trump. I have these debates with certain people that just hate Trump and and are radically globalist. And I say, forget about Trump. It's not about Trump. This election in 2024 is not about whether you like DeSantis or not, or whether you're going to build the wall, or whether you're going to lower taxes and do trickle town, whether you're going to fortify our military, whether you're going to, um, you know, move move away from certain items and and get into others. That's why people are scared of Vivek Ramaswamy. They see a they see a, a mini me Obama in that guy because he's too clever. And he's got ties to the World Economic Forum that people just don't aren't comfortable with. Because now everybody should know that the World Economic Forum and BlackRock owned corporations. You're not going to be able to boycott them all. You're going to have to buy stuff on the market or make it yourself. And frankly, I'm doing as much of that as possible. I would love to be able to have a garden. I would start planting my own stuff, and they're even going after that. There's not a stone unturned. And again, they're going after everything. And now they're going after... And how they get away with it, they're going after Trump and Trump supporters, but how they get away with it is beyond me. And of course, the ACLU is nowhere to be found. It says here, Newsweek, Newsweek just confirmed the FBI was officially designated Trump has has officially designated Trump supporters as terrorists to get ready for the 2024 election, folks. It's a communist takeover. The Biden regime is going to plunge America into chaos into the next into the in the next 13 months. According to Charlie Kirk, the FBI has created a new category of criminal extremists to spy on and investigate Donald Trump supporters. According to a new report from Newsweek, the FBI now uses the internal label Agave Other, A-G-A-A-V-E dash Other, to describe domestic political dissidents who back Trump's MAGA movement. An anonymous FBI agent says that the language is carefully constructed to look nonpartisan, but in practical terms, it refers to MAGA. Another senior official put it more bluntly. We've crossed the Rubicon. Trump's army constitutes the greatest threat of violence domestically. With fentanyl deaths at record highs, murder up by a third, or more from 2019, the border wide open, foreign spies blanketing the government, and more. The Biden regime's chief legal focus is imprisoning his 2024 opponent and labeling his supporters domestic terrorists. Wow. So we, we got this clip from Hillary Clinton that'll just blow your mind. And we're going to get to it right here. This is incredible. With Christian Amanampour. I remember when I was a young kid thinking, oh, God, she's a dream. I used to, 
I used to think, ah, oh, she's got the accent. She's international. She looked great. She was traveling all over the world. Little did I know what a what a monster Christian Amanpour is. Well, let's take a listen. Nevertheless, very strong partisans in both parties in the past, uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things: gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you very- so she went from deplorables to actually put, injecting you with deprogramming. You remember the other guy I played a couple months, a few weeks back? He said, we can, we can do, help climate by injecting people with uh, drugs, medications that make it so that they regurgitate every time they eat beef. And that would curb the beef consumption, which would help the environment. I mean, I'm telling you, these monsters are absolutely crazy. They're so ridiculously stupid that it's just unbelievable what's going on. I mean, you take this libtard question here. She asked Claire, uh, Candace Owens, who, who was pregnant at the time, a black woman, a black pregnant woman, Candace Owens. This white libtard says, what do you have to say to the trans students on this campus who actively feel victimized by your presence here today? And where do you hear Candace Owens' response? I mean, words Words, you know, presence, you're you're victimizing us because you're here, because you're breathing. Think about what this woman's saying. What do you have to say to the trans students on this campus who actively feel victimized by your presence here today? Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. (laughs) Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. I'm standing up here, a black woman, you're this white privilege, and you're a campus student, and you're trying to say that my presence here victimizes you. We got to hear that one more time. What do you have to say to the trans students on this campus who actively feel victimized by your presence here today? Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. Next question. Next question. (laughs) Oh, that was just the best. So there's this meme going around, the largest money laundering scheme ever, and it was the uh, Ukraine flag, of course. I said, say this three times fast. Ukrainian kickbacks for deep state think tanks, lobbyists, globalists, PR and media agents, and uniparty politicians. 
Hashtag Albright Stonebridge Group, Hashtag Raytheon, Ridgeline, West Exec, Atlantic Council, Brookings Institution, the State Department, CIA, USAID, the Department of Defense. I mean, it's all, they're all in on it. And when they're not, it's in the black market. And Mitt Romney and Kofor Black do their business. Breaking a high-ranking official in Ukraine has come forward with a list of U.S. politicians and government officials who are receiving massive kickbacks from the billions in our tax dollars that are being sent to the war-torn country. A massive money laundering operation has been going on for the past 18 months, and the American people have been betrayed. When this list is revealed to the American public, the traders in our government who have been selling out our country will be exposed and must be punished accordingly. Buckle up. The tide is about to turn. Just justice is coming. Well, I'll hold my breath. I won't hold my breath for that. Justin, mortgage rates in the United States soar to their highest levels in nearly 23 years. Inflation is yet another way to steal from the middle class. And, of course, the truth is coming out on Twitter, as I said. Breaking, SEC sues Elon Musk in Twitter stock purchase case. Another witch hunt has started. The SEC, which has been investigating Elon's 2022 purchase of Twitter shares, is now suing to force him to testify and comply with their subpoena. This is yet another attack on Elon by the Alphabet Organization, CIA, FBI, You name it. So here are a few others. Tesla, the DOJ and the SEC claimed Musk used millions of dollars from Tesla to secretly build himself a spacious glass structure labeled the house of CEO Elon Musk built. Not making this up. Elon replied, this is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Where is this house? Metaphors don't count. So... X Twitter. X got in trouble with the the Biden administration after refusing to hand over Trump's personal Twitter data and information to the prosecutors. He's also refusing to work with the CIA and the FBI in selling out Americans. So here, here's a little uh, account of this. Let's take a listen. Morgan, the SEC is suing Musk because they subpoenaed him in September to show up in court in San Francisco to talk about his Twitter deal, and he didn't show up. And so uh, he was supposed to provide agreed-upon testimony, they say, and he didn't show up. And so they have sued him in San Francisco federal court to enforce that subpoena. That's the news. Okay. I mean, we we know Musk doesn't have a particularly good history with the SEC, I think, back to the to the tweet and, and, and what happened with regulators there. I mean, a, any sort of sense or, or, or uh, detail around what specifically this could, could involve with they, Musk and Twitter? Well, they, they just say that the investigation had focused on Musk's purchase of Twitter stock and his disclosures of his Twitter investment. Well, they're calling it a disinformation platform, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Here's irony. Okay, so Trump's in third day, fourth day of... Uh, of of his uh, fraud trial, the things that they're doing against Trump on this case is unprecedented. And we're going to hear some things. But here's Letitia James saying she won't be bullied and that Donald Trump has turned this into a political stunt. 
Well, she's the one that took him to court. All he's doing, he didn't have to show up, by the way, but he did. And just like, you know, the COVID task force. Remember the COVID task force where the media wanted to grill Trump and try to use it against him? And Trump figured out a way, like a matador with a red cape, to take the bull and run them right into the wall. And that's what he did, like a maestro. He worked out a way to where it became a win for him. Because, see, you can't stop the power of the people. You can manufacture all kinds of stuff, but you cannot stop the power of the people. And Trump right now is almost like a capsule of mojo that represents, like in Austin Powers, like that represents the power of the people. He is the sword. He is the sword of the people. And they don't understand that. Let's take a listen to Letitia James's moron from New York. This case was brought simply because it was a case where individuals have engaged in a pattern and practice of fraud. Pattern and practice. And I will not sit idly by and allow anyone to subvert the law. And lastly, I will not be bullied. And so Mr. Trump is no longer here. The Donald Trump show is over. This was nothing more than a political stunt. Yeah, created by you, moron. I mean, give me a break. So Matt Gates says he'll he'll remove the one vote vacate, vacate to vacate if Ro Khanna, uh if if the House agrees to what Ro Khanna says, they'll never agree to it. This is what Ro Khanna from California, Democrat, is suggesting was suggesting. And so Matt Gates said, I'll I'll remove the one vote to vacate rule for the next speaker if we adopt all all five principles of Ro Khanna. And let's take a listen. The American people are frustrated and exhausted with the corruption and role of big money in the halls of Congress. That is why I'm introducing a five-point plan. First, ban all PAC and lobbyist money to congressional campaigns. PAC and lobbyist money. That's exactly what's going on, folks. Okay, listen. That's exactly what's going on. The PAC and lobbyist money is exactly what is going on with Ukraine. The money gets sent over to Ukraine with strings attached. They're told to to work with certain organizations that are basically the the puppet strings, the puppet masters of the government itself. They're paying off politicians through private. Now it's become private money donated to these nonprofits, right? They're nonprofits. Money gets sent over to Ukraine. That Ukraine money gets donated to these NGOs. The NGOs give the money to these nonprofits, these think tanks, these lobbyist groups, these PR firms. The PR firms then groom um, and get, they're the people that put the people that you see on TV on TV. And so they're working hand in glove with the media. And they're working hand in glove with the media. And in addition, the lobbyists are making donations to campaign funds and foundations of politicians. And everybody is sort of paid to play. 
And like I said, Fauci had royalties. And so, you know, this is the thing that's going on. The money being sent over to Ukraine is being, with strings, is being funneled back to Washington, D.C., inside the Beltway, operative deep staters that are getting rich off of this. And no one dare say a bad word about Ukraine. No one dare question the money train. Because these super PACs and these monies, they're, they're, get, they're getting this money from middle class taxpayers in, in the Midwest, from Ohio and Kentucky and Tennessee. Everybody that's going to work today and paying their taxes is paying for the, this corruption. And so the number one, he says, bans um, uh, lobbying and stock trades and PAC money. Ban lobbyists and PAC donations. That's got to be probably the biggest thing that he could have ever said. Five They'll never point- agree to it. They'll never agree to it. But let's listen. Corruption and role of big money in the halls of Congress. That is why I'm introducing a five-point plan. First, ban all PAC and lobbyist money to congressional campaigns. I don't take a dime of it. Second. And by the way, neither does Matt Gates, but they're far and few. Ban completely stock trading and members of Congress from ever becoming lobbyists, activists like unusual whales. Well, you know... Um, you take into consideration how much money Diane Feinstein was worth when she died or Nancy Pelosi, what she's worth. Letitia James is worth about $15 million on a $130,000 salary. How does that happen? How does that happen? Back and lobbyist money to congressional campaigns. I don't take a dime of it. Second, ban completely stock trading and members of Congress from ever becoming lobbyists. Activists like Unusual Whales, Quiver Quantitative, and the leaders at Crew have been mobilizing for this. Third, term limits for members of Congress. Fourth, term limits for Supreme Court justices. And fifth, an ethics code for Supreme Court justices. This is common sense. The people demand it. It's time we give them back their government and we reform in Washington. We should have bipartisan support for this five-point plan. Five point plan. There it is. And Matt Gates endorsed it. As it stands, Matt Gates' rep- negotiation with Congress hinges upon work done by Unusual Whales, which is where I got this information. Uh, it's a good Twitter uh, account that you should follow, leading to Ro Khanna's reform plan. Never in my wildest mind did I think this was possible. Thank you for letting. Uh, unusual whales report on political finance. So it's it's quite interesting. And Elon Musk chimed in and said, pretty good plan. And uh, it will never probably happen, though, unfortunately. All right. This just in, uh, in, re- in a recent development, Representative Troy Nels announced that former President Trump is endorsing. Now, Troy Nels, by the way, from Texas, Voted, he he nominated Trump to be speaker. Well, Trump, Troy, Troy Nels announced that former President Donald Trump is now endorsing Representative Jim Jordan 
for Speaker of the House. I definitely think that there's a 100% chance at this point that Jim Jordan will be the next Speaker of the House, 100%. I would fall off my chair. And uh, if anything other than Jim Jordan becomes Speaker of the House. So that's my pick, too. All right, let's take a listen to a couple of things that are going on here. Um, We have... um, Check this out. This is uh, this is Trump. This is a really good bit about the 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 fraud that's associated with the Trump situation. Um, and then I want to get to Fauci here in a second too. All right. Well, we were talking about. Oh, we're going to skip Trump and we're going to go to Fauci because it's in line with the money lobbying. Uh, the the lobbying and the kickbacks and the the money that's coming back from Ukraine, you know, comes in the form of like lobbying funds and PR funds and um, nonprofit, you know, pay to play, and basically it's a kickback. It's I vote for you money to go to Ukraine. That money finds its way back to the Beltway and into the pockets of my campaign so that I can win future elections. Right? That's how it's going on. So take a listen to this. Same thing happened with Fauci. Rand Paul, I don't know if you saw one of these moments, those yeah. Rand Paul versus Fauci moments, and he said that they found out through a Freedom, uh, Freedom of Information Act that it was something like $135 million in royalties had been paid out to scientists on the NIH, uh, at the NIH from pharmaceutical companies. 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. And he asks Fauci straight up, he goes, Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? And Fauci, in a roundabout way, you know, is like, According to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement. Hmm. Don't you think, like, shouldn't we know that? Shouldn't we at least be able to know, like, how much money does Fauci make from Pfizer and Moderna? Because that seems like a tiny conflict of interest. How in the world, not even on their financial statement, are they required to declare royalties? When did that happen? That's what's going on, folks. It's rigged. All right, so check this out. This is uh, related to the shenanigans going on in the New York courtroom and Donald Trump. This is Justice Arthur Engeron's principal law clerk, Allison Greenfield. Justice Engeron is the New York judge who ordered the dissolution of Trump's companies without a trial. It was Allison Greenfield who wrote that decision, valuing Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. And we're talking, payment was made in December. Hold on, hold on. Allison. I think you're correct in theory, Judge, but I think what Counselor is trying to say is that Plaintiff had an obligation to alert the court that they received that money before they obtained the judgment. I, that's how I. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you then. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Make sure you tell your clients right now because I'm not going to entertain. Oh, my client isn't available the night before. Allison Greenfield is crying Chuck Schumer's best friend and pals around with Democrats like Representative Carolyn Maloney. In 2021, Allison Greenfield was endorsed by the Village Independent Democrats the Grand Street Democrats, and a Democrat judicial screening panel. 
Allison Greenfield loves to hashtag Democrat in her Instagram posts. And Allison Greenfield loves to spout Democrat talking points like abortion is health care. In other words, Allison Greenfield is a partisan Democrat operative and hack. How can Trump get a fair trial when she's sitting within handjob distance of Justice Engeron during Trump's trial? Whispering sweet Democrat talking points and anti-Trump messages in Justice Engeron's ear. Allison Greenfield should be disbarred for her partisan behavior that's denied President Trump a fair hearing. Disbar Allison Greenfield. Okay, so I, that clip covers a lot, and then let's take a listen to this. Um... As he defends himself, very good authority. Execution back on its feet. What we are witnessing is election interference. This is Alina Haba. Somebody who is leading in the polls the more they hit him. So keep hitting him because he's going to keep fighting. At the end of the day, we have a judge that has told us that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. He has failed to acknowledge what the appellate division has said. Eric Trump said, which tennis court is worth $18 million? Because that's about right. There was a guy down the road, a billionaire, that bought up a office property that is he bought for $450 million. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago is worth $1 to $2 billion. And we will continue to, to fight in hopes that there is some level of law and order in this country at this point. Although my faith in the system is weary, I do have faith in Donald Trump. Thank you very much. Unbelievable, like a movie. Uh, I mean, just so powerful. Alina Haba joins us now. Alina, welcome. Thank you for being here. How's it going? Uh, are you, very how are well. you feeling? Very good, very good. We had a strong uh, day four. We've had a strong week. Despite the the situation that we've been put in, um, in you know this court, which we strongly believed we shouldn't have been in, uh, we've been fighting hard. And I got to tell you, their key witness, you know, came up. He he said, frankly, everything I wanted him to say. I, I heard it perfectly, and I looked over, and I think that we're we're doing very well. And it's not going to go so well for Letitia James because at the end of the day. The Trump organization did nothing wrong. They'll win on appeal. Consumer fraud statute inappropriately against a private business. It's not supposed to happen, and it's a very scary precedent for New Yorkers. I'll tell you that, Greg. All right. So, all right. You're also, I guess, it's in the hands of this judge, yeah, who, in my opinion, appears literally appears to be rather goofy. I think we have him smiling and grinning and doing. Yeah, we're going to get to another clip. This Kudlow clip was quite good. Let's take a listen to this. They have already, did the judge already make a decision yeah. with respect to the Trump assets and properties? Tell us about that, because he has no right to take away one's life's earnings. Well, I think we're seeing all legal excessive bounds being broken at this moment. Um, the judge uh, did do that before we even walked into court. And I want the American people to understand this judge already ordered that the Trump organization, all affiliated companies, even his trust, be dissolved 
That was ordered before we walked into that courtroom, before an expert took the stand, before anybody took the stand, and before my clients could even take the stand and defend themselves. So he summarily ordered that. That is uh, something that is breaking news. We will be appealing, and, and that'll be filed tomorrow. You're going to file the appeal tomorrow, and the appeal will go up to the state court of appeals. Yes, it'll go to the which first department. Which might of have more to do with the law than this superior court judge. Yes. Maybe. I'm Maybe. not going to. Uh, no, I know. I don't want to get you into trouble. I don't want to send you to Rikers <laughs> Island. I don't want to send my former boss, Trump, to Rikers Island. No, no, that's not either. happening. But, I, you know, there are some people who say this idea of seizing businesses and seizing right. assets and seizing real estate property is a very clear violation of the 14th Amendment. Right. Strong legal case there. Right. And and look, you have business people that are watching your show. Your show's amazing. Let's just think about the precedent that this will set in the state of New York. People in New York should be worried. If we're saying that the attorney general can now leap and dive into private businesses, private enterprises, mm -hmm. because they are using a consumer fraud application in a private business. That is a very concerning and very serious mm -hmm. issue for businesses in the state of New York. That is, that is not You know, people are rising up. You're hearing the injustice here, right? We're not going to play the whole clip because it's just too long. Um, it would be another five, six minutes, and we, we have other stuff we want to talk about. But you get the idea. This is just... So you understand the censorship. You understand that they are laundering money and they're getting rich off of your dime because you're paying taxes. It's going out to Ukraine. Ukraine sending money back through NGOs and l lobbying groups. The same kind of stuff is actually going on on the open border and the southern border. Cartels have lobbyists too. And politicians are getting rich off of that. Okay, the human trafficking, the drug trafficking, the cartels. These are all organized crimes. And for the longest time, this is not new. But organized crime used to pay off politicians to turn the other way. If you've ever seen The Godfather, they'd say, yeah, we have um, writers and journalists and, and politicians in our pocket, don't we? And of course they did. They do. So the cartels are also buying up politicians. And money's going into the Catholic charities. There's Democrat, uh, Democratic uh, election riggers that are turning uh, illegals into ballots by way of a ID number. And then collecting uh, the ballots with ballot harvesters and filling things out. And if you question any of this, you end up in jail like J6ers or you end up as on a terrorist watch list by the FBI. There's two standards of justice. And the sad part is you're paying for it to boot, which is insane. And what are they pushing? Outside of all this, you have the World Economic Forum scheme coordinating with BlackRock Installing leaders like Justin Trudeau, who's hated by all of his people, but yet somehow keeps on winning elections. How's that happening? And you got them wanting to rewrite the Bible. Listen to Yuval, Yuval Harari. Single. Uh, this, is the, this is the 
World Economic Forum's chief advisor, Klaus Schwab's chief advisor. Printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas. can even write a new Bible. We, you know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the other books of the other religions, they, humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That wow, that's scary. <laughs> who's programming the AI, dummy? I mean, who is programming the AI? You put it in a search in a search engine and you're going to get a result based on how it was programmed, the algorithm. Well, every AI is going to have an algorithm. The sad part is the World Economic Forum now, in unison, has decided to hijack our water supply. Listen to this. Sick to the climate crisis and water is intertwined with the climate crisis. And honestly, we have a common language on climate. But we don't have that on water. And that's, that's in my view, that is exactly uh, that's what the we Holy Grail. Have in order to progress towards uh, a common to the climate. The common good. Here, take a listen to this. This is scary. This is. World Economic Forum panelist Mariana Mazzucato explains how the plan to vaccinate the world has failed and admits climate change is too abstract to affect enough change. What is Plan C? Fear-mongering about a water crisis. Their formula is simple. Create a crisis and accumulate power. That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street, in our city, in our region, in our nation, and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, with, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really in some ways experimenting with this notion of the common good. Can we actually deliver the this time good. in ways that we have failed miserably other times? And hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things, but anyway. Where does she get off treating people like children? Like, we don't get it. We're not smart enough to get it, so she's going to have to dumb it down for us. It's insulting. But they have the rules, right? After Mr. Musk took over... Twitter with his freedom of speech absolutism. Uh, freedom of speech absolutism. Ah, that's a bad thing. After Mr. Musk took over the Twitter with his freedom of speech Davos. absolutism. This is a uh, woman in Davos, again, World Economic Forum 
2023 summit. Unelected EU technocrat Vera Jarova threatens Elon Musk with sanctions. After because we have the rules. After Mr. Musk took over the Twitter with his freedom of speech absolutism, um, we are the protectors of freedom of speech as well. But at the same time, we cannot accept, the, for instance, the, the illegal content online and so on. So uh, our message was clear. We have the rules which, has to, which have to be complied with and otherwise there will be sanctions. <laughs> they're so stupid they can't even see it. And this is what they're hiding. They're hiding truth. This guy used government data. I played it. It's just a simple case of trees feed off of CO2. Why not have more trees? And guess what? Guess what? This was banned on Facebook. I got censored and deplatformed for running this. So I did as the government asked, and I looked but at it's the running on Twitter. when it came to climate change. And this is what I found. According to government figures, Australia is producing 499 million metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. Okay, he said, according to government figures, right? Climate change, and this is what I found. According to government figures, Australia is producing 499 million metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. But what I also found is that one mature tree will absorb 48 pounds or 21.77 kilograms of carbon dioxide per year. And Australia currently has 24 billion standard-sized trees, absorbing 453 million metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. And that's just trees. doesn't include any other plant life, and particularly doesn't include mangroves. And mangroves will absorb 50 times more carbon dioxide per year than a standard-sized tree. So why is the government hell-bent on cutting down trees in order to install solar farms when it seems quite obvious from the science that nature has already provided the solution to the problem. So I did. Because there's no money. Aussie man drops truth bombs about trees and CO2. Do we have a CO2 scam? Of course we do. Nature takes care of CO2 if we allow it, but trees don't make the elites money. So there you go. Right, And trees love and need CO2, so do the rest of us. The more CO2, the more trees we have, the cooler the planet. The, okay, so there, there's this meme picture of a, a shaded tr- uh, street with trees lining each side. And then there's another street where it's just buildings with no trees. And it's almost 50% cooler on the street with the trees. The trees really do. And then here's the one where it says CO2 follows temperature. The modern warming of Greenland has been going on since 1850, long before human-generated CO2 was increasing. In general, there's a consistent warming pattern. The best available records of temperature and atmospheric CO2 over the past 650,000 years indicate that the Earth's temperature always rises first, followed by a rise in carbon dioxide. Published papers clearly, clearly shows that it is always the temperature rises first, 
by at least several hundred years to a few thousand years. And then the carbon dioxide curve responds and it follows. So it, it is a very clear scientific consensus on this issue. If you started to warm the surface ocean temperature, the ability for the ocean water to hold this carbon dioxide in the system is a lot less, meaning there will be more of this carbon dioxide effusing out. Scientists are also looking at the ice cap on Mars. It's been shrinking like the Earth's polar ice caps are shrinking. Mars isn't affected by CO2 we create to make iPods or grow more food, but it is affected by the sun's radiation. You clearly see drastic warming okay, and melting of the ice cap. Okay? There's no doubt there's something natural occurring that has caused the ice cap to melt away on Mars, and that forces could not be uh, human emission of carbon dioxide. Scientists are also expressing concern about the distortion of the science. Those views are indeed promoted by political bodies, which is uh, the Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change, and there appears to be a corrupted process, in my opinion, of, of their bodies. There's a science document, which is really written by scientists for scientists. There's also a summary for policymakers. It's put together by policymakers, and in many cases, they go back to the scientists and say, can you change the science document to match our summary? We want to right. beat this up. We want to make it look worse. That's not the way science is done. Yeah, how convenient is that? And it's not just one science scientists there are several like everything is changing it may only mean that something happened in a remote part of the ocean decades or hundreds of years ago whose effects are now beginning to show up in the north atlantic so this guy also says co2 follows uh temperature and then you know there's just one report after another um this guy here and the snow was falling and it trapped air and then froze to ice uh, there are various chemical fingerprints in the ice and in the air where we can work out what the temperature was and we can work out what the atmospheric carbon dioxide was. Every time temperature increased, we had an increase in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere some 650 to 1,600 years later. See? I mean, that's just it. One scientist after another, yet it's settled science according to... Um, someone like John Kerry, who's pushing regulations and a socialist, communist takeover of the world. And you're paying for all of this. So, you know, these are the things that are happening with regard to the World Economic Forum and the control of people. That's what you're seeing about this population migration all over the world. Africa into Europe, the open border, slave labor stacked up 15-minute cities, energy uh, in the name of climate, food, water, digital currencies, pandemics, medicine, depopulation is their goal. Well, listen, we're at the end of the Scott Adams Show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out megapack.org. Make a donation if you can to keep help keep uh, the Scott Adams Show commercial-free. Also use Red State over at MyPillow.com. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Goodbye, everybody.